Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Your Field is Choice NHL podcast. I'm your host, Devin, joined as always by Pete. How are you doing today, Pete? Doing well. Uh, Everything is going pretty good run here so far uh, with NHL. We've been cashing on a nightly basis. So, I mean, I haven't had any big GBPs yet, but hey, we're just chugging along, cashing all our double ups, which is probably the most important thing, and keep it rolling. So, Looks like what eight games late tonight, but possibly I'm seeing some Pittsburgh issues. Sid's out. Yep, tonight, but definitely keep an eye on this Pittsburgh game with Sid out. Um, that that worries me a little bit, especially when it's a big name player like that uh, and the captain. You got to assume that he's had a lot of contact with his teammates, so that's a little scary. Keep an eye on that. Um, so they can't they cancel morning skate. I saw that somewhere, so that's not like that's not good news either. Yeah, we saw San Jose cancel the game with only one positive test the other day, so there's there's a very real chance this gets canceled. So just keep we'll we'll probably touch on that game very lightly tonight, because um, there's a very real chance it is canceled. So yes, no, we're in a good groove right now. Uh, Frank Vitrano and uh, Drake Batherson combined to score 40 last night. That was two value plays. Uh, plus Gerard picked up double digits. Those are three plays that we essentially just told you to plug in, and uh, that alone puts you in a Really, really good spot. So let's keep chugging along. Um, we'll start with Vegas. We've got Vegas continues to give Montreal love despite the struggles, and it continues to hate on Ottawa despite them playing well. So we've got Montreal at an implied total of 4.1 uh, up against Ottawa, who's on a back-to-back. We've got Columbus, Philly, and Tampa Bay all at 3.2. We've got New York Islanders, 3.1. Winnipeg, 3.1. Rangers, Vancouver at 3. Pittsburgh, Carolina at 2.9, and then we have six teams with 2.7 or below. So um, jumping right into to center, we lost Sid. So if we have that Pittsburgh game, then you got to assume Malkin moves up to the top line, uh, put, puts him in a decent spot at 5.7K, but Philly also being at home is going to dictate uh, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh is at home. So that's actually good for Malkin. So they'll load up on that top line if this game goes and certainly puts Malkin in play at 5.7K. Um, so that's a play just right off the bat. And then on the other side of that game, man, I'll, I'll keep looking Couturier's way. Yeah, I... Right now, center center's weird. Weird to say to me. Just like, just no one has got any like huge shot floors. Uh there's nobody that really jumps out at me, especially high, especially high dollar. Uh, I don't like it when Montreal has got such a high implied because I don't like playing them. And I did just see though to change the subject, but the Canadians did change up on their power play. It looks like Weber's going back to the blue line in the top unit. Uh, so just something to keep in mind. And I just. I don't like playing Canadians, especially with that high, higher implied uh, baby Suzuki at center. But yeah, right now probably probably the Flyers. Uh, I like I like Couturier probably the best at six four. I'm really leaning. I I got this feeling Jack Eichel. I mean, yeah, the Sabers have been terrible. They haven't scored in, what, three games? It's been like nine or ten periods. 
but I feel one of these, I mean, they're so low, I feel. Now, once again, I'm probably talking GPP here, but I just know we're going to see a breakout game from Aiko one of these days. Uh, I, there's not too many people I really like and probably will end up with criteria or drop all the way down to maybe like like a Suzuki at 4-9. I kind of like that mini stack with Suzuki and Toffoli on the second line, uh, but there's not a lot. I mean... The the Columbus line, I like that Columbus line. They're getting huge minutes, and they're getting Detroit. So you you can probably look at Columbus in there. There's not a a lot. There's not a lot I really like today at center, right? I feel, or at least feel, is like a must-play. Yeah, it's it's kind of an odd position today. I I really do like... Malkin and Kateria are probably my two favorites, but of course that's the game that may not play. So Malkin's at 1.25 points per home game. Uh, you remove Sid from that equation, it's going to only give him uh, opportunity to lean on him even heavier. So yeah. I really like him at 5-7. Again, if the game plays, um, I, Kateria has just been incredible this season. Uh, he has... Uh, 10 points his last six games. He's just been crazy consistent. I love that Farabee, JVR, Kateria line has been one of the best lines in all of hockey. I certainly like that. We're starting to see some some light from these Rangers, though. Yeah. So you've got Strom, you've got uh, Zibanejad. Zibanejad's still not. I mean, he only has two double-digit games on the season at 6.5K. I, I'm not crazy about that at that price. He's he's overpriced in all reality. Um, him and Eichel really should be in the 5K range for their production. Um, but they are showing signs. Um, I, I think we got to consider Elias Pedersen again here, though. Four straight double-digit games. A goal yeah, he, in three of his last four. He ended up having a decent game. I, I watched some of it. He, he had two-point night, 16.3 fantasy points. Yeah, and I still I still think he could have played better. I think he could have had more he points. Shoot in, he doesn't shoot enough is the issue. He only shot one time. And that's that's one of the problems. And so there's nobody, especially if that Philly game gets canceled. To me, these are all GPP plays. I, I like Micah. I I like Eichel. I might even take a chance on Eichel. Today. Eventually, he's going to buy his prices. You know, he's overpriced for, for his value. Or, I mean, Ros- or probably Rosalich. Ros- 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 yeah. he was. I love that Columbus won tonight too, so there's this is to, to me this is probably one of the most difficult nights this season for me at center. Uh, I can see myself going Suzuki and Roslick in my center and and maybe going high somewhere else if that Pittsburgh game gets canceled. If not, I guess you probably do look. I'm assuming it's going to be Malkin up top with Rust and Gensel. I mean that's I'm assuming nobody knows that yet, but that's two pretty decent prices right there. So I'm not touching. The Tampa one line right now, they're just not doing it. I've had my fill a point, so of course they'll probably do something tonight, but they're all GBP plays. Mark Scheifele is, he was hot, okay. but then he, then he went, he's one point listen back to back. Yeah, he's cooled off. Um, he does hey, do well against, against Montreal, though, I believe. If you look, if you look back at his, oh, no, he's not even playing Montreal, I'm sorry. He, uh, against Vancouver. It looks like he does. If you look at his stats, they they are he's got decent stats against them, but none of these guys are must plays. No, it's it's a very odd position today. I'll tell you a, a point I think you can add to your list is Colin White. Ottawa just 
sneakily keeps chugging along here. He's got goals in three straight. He's got points in four straight, double digits in four straight. Uh, he, he comes in at only 4K, top six roll, power play two. Um, so, so he can be added to your list. Typically, centers where I'm starting with my builds tonight, uh, I think it's the opposite. I think I'm going to start with my wings, uh, kind of see where I land here. I do like some um, some Islanders, um, Zaka as Barzell. well. Zaka, Zaka's Barzell's been decent. Barzell's in a good spot. Um, Probably the cheapest he's been all year at 6'2". So I mean, Pajot just keeps... Pajot just keeps chugging along. He's got double digits in three of his last four. He's cooled off a little bit, but he's still having a good season. He's got 13 points. Um, yeah, this is this is kind of an odd slate. So I actually hope we get that that Pittsburgh game because, like I said, Couturier and uh, Malkin are probably my favorite at the position. And um, if not, I I'm just this is more of a wait and see kind of position for me. Yeah, it's, it could end up being a lot of, to me, more than one lineup, a lot of mini stacks with like a Suzuki, Tofoli, uh, Rosevic, Patrick Lani, who I'm really big on tonight, guys like that. Uh, I love JVR tonight too. Let's just go, let's just go, let's just go to wing because I'm looking at Philip Forsberg is the highest dollar. And, I, and you know what? I, at first I laughed at it, but. I kind of like this combination of Forsberg and Tolvanen. Tolvanen is so damn cheap, and you can get a nice little combination there. Tolvanen is only 3-2, and he's coming off a decent game against against Columbus. Three shots and a goal and a block. Tolvanen may be one of my sneaky, sneakier top plays or value plays at night, so I might end up hooking up Forsberg. Forsberg and Tolvin, and I never thought I would say that, but that's kind of how I'm leaning right now. Plus, he's on power play one. And my only issue with Nashville is if Reimer's back, which is I think he is going to be. Um, I actually like Reimer as my cash goalie, so that would kind of take me off of um, Nashville. But I'm not paying that price for Forsberg. He's actually been decent, but I, I'm not paying seven seven for Forsberg. I just I won't do it. Um, the thing is, Carolina's given up crazy number of shots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't mind the Tolvin in play at that price. I'm just I'm not paying seven seven for Philip Forsberg with Nashville's implied total of two point seven. I, I can't do it. I would rather play Farabee. I'd rather play JVR. Um I'd rather play Cam Atkinson. I'd rather play any of these Gensel or Rasta. I, I cannot pay that much for um for Philip Forsberg. Not saying he won't produce, but seven seven is just too much for a lower implied total for one of the worst teams in the league. I, just, I can't do that. Um, oh, and I, and I would never look at him if he wasn't, you know, if he wasn't sitting with Tolvin on his line. I'm, and I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at combinations today in, instead of one-offs. As I say, I was talking about Suzuki to Foley. I like that mini stack. Mini stack. They're going back to basics there in Montreal. Uh, there's, it's weird, this weird, weird slate. It really is. There's a lot of value, but then there's not a lot of high-end guys, I think, that you need. If you are listening to this, scroll down, click Drake Batherson. It's the first player you're putting in your lineup. I don't I don't care about their implied total. He now has a goal in six. Seven six straight, seven of eight. Uh he started out the season with one goal in sixteen games. He now has a goal in uh seven of eight. So it's is the streak gonna last forever? 
never know. Of course not. But this is as hot as it gets. And he is still only 4.3K. He has not scored under 13, under 12.8 in this six-game stretch. Uh, at 4.3, that's a steal. He put up two goals last night on three shots. He's getting power play time. He's, uh, it, he's, I just, that's, and that's a gimme. That's a free spot for me. I don't care. He burns me tonight. So be it. I've, I've rode this, this entire time and I will keep riding it until the wheels fall off. So, well, this streak, this oh, streak it's started on, it started on the 15th against Toronto and he's actually dropped $200. Yeah. It, it's, it's insane. He's so he did go up a little bit from yesterday, but he's still, they won't raise his price to where it should be. So four, uh, five, I really like nine. I really like Drake. Uh, I really like, again, I'm hoping the game plays because I really like both sides of this Philly game. Uh, JVR, uh, don't forget, too, about Farabee. Farabee is double digits in four of his, five of his last six. Uh, almost, uh, gosh, eight of his last ten he has double digits. So he's right there with JVR. He's right there with Couturier. Awesome three-man stack. And then Rust and Gensel as well. I love both. So. If that game plays, um, those are all fantastic plays that I really like. Brady Kachuk has uh, been playing well. You mentioned Toffoli. Toffoli's kind of right, riding the ship a little bit again. He's got double digits in four of his last six. A little stretch there, about five games where he didn't do much. So uh, he's kind of getting things back together. Cam Atkinson. Connor is a one-off. Yep. Um, you mentioned Line A too. Line A hasn't done much with Columbus. He has. So the issue with Line A is we talked about it before. Is he's boomer bust. He has two thirty-point games on his log, a twenty-point game, but then he has single digits in six of his last seven, uh, nine of his last eleven. But he did hit the post twice. The last game, he's he played 22 minutes and 20 minutes, 17 and 22. Those are his last four games. He's played massive minutes, hit the post twice. Um, he's due for one of these 20-plus games. Uh, he, he's shooting the puck a lot, like I said. And those those post shots don't even don't even count. Um, so and that's I, why, and that's why I'm leaning this Lani because. Detroit's the perfect team to get you to get you up style a bit. Right now, they're running at one of the worst penalty kill teams in history, worst power play team in history. Detroit right now, especially with it looks like Larkin's going to be out again tonight, so that just adds more to it. I just saw a note somewhere about Larkin that yeah, the Red Wings recall uh, Rasmussen from so it appears that Larkin and or Fabry are not going to be available. If both of them are out. I'm on Columbus tonight. Yeah. Those guys are playing massive minutes right now. Well, yeah, if Grice is in that, forget about it. Grice has been terrible. Gave up seven goals last game. So, yeah, while the while the log isn't pretty, and I really don't like paying that much for a guy who's not consistently putting up double digits, if they're missing Larkin and Fabry, and especially if Grice is in that, um, on a pretty weak slate, I don't mind line A, even at that price. Um, because this, this is definitely the game that he could explode for that 20 to 30-plus point game um, with relative ease in this matchup. 
We do have if you look some. At his logs. He looks. He look at his logs. They're almost every other game. He's sitting almost twenty DK, and he had three DK points last game in his Nashville. So if you don't look at that way, he's due. Yeah, he's he's definitely due. Um, do have some value in the top six with Pittsburgh. Again, not sure they're going to play. I probably wouldn't lean that way. Um, but Jared McCann is worth a look, centering the second line. And I'm showing him as taking Sid's spot on the top power play unit. So if that's the case, and if this game's good to go, and you get Jared McCann top six, top power play, he's only 2.7K. Uh, certainly a viable punt if you want to take a punt there. Um, McCann's not a bad player, really. So don't mind that no, play. Um, I think my favorite value is going to be Colin Blackwell at 3,800. He's really, he was supposed to be this little fill-in for Panarin. And you see what he's done. I mean, he's he's covering that left wing on a power play. He's on a second line with Kreider and Strom. And he's done nothing but five shots a goal last game, two shots a goal the game before that, three shots and assists the game before that. He's got three game streak going. So Colin Blackwell's kind of come out of nowhere. And at three eight, hey, I could find a lot worse, worse than that. I, I like him, both him and Tolvin at that cheap price tonight. That way down. See, I, I would much rather play Blackwell than Tolvin. Uh, I again, I, I get the Tolvin play. Carolina on the second, second leg of a back to back gave up forty gave plus up shots. shots. Yeah, yeah yesterday. Shots um, but Blackwell's got points in five of six. He's got points in eight of eleven games total. Double digits in uh, four of his last six, and the one was a 9.5, so essentially five of his last six. Playing, play a season-high 17 minutes last game. Um, yeah, I, I certainly like that. He's he's kind of come out of nowhere. This was not anticipated, and it certainly wasn't expected that he would sustain it, but he just keeps rolling, and again, now you're getting him in a top six role. Um Power play one, Kreider, Zib, Strom, Fox. I mean, that's a good power play. Uh, I, I really like that Blackwell play. I think that's a very, very strong value. Um, and he, he he's an American kid that just came over is from Nashville. He's, a band, he's just a Band-Aid for Panarin, but he's actually fought his way into that line. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to stay there for a while. So, Been pretty, pretty awesome. I, I like seeing when stuff like that happens. So, um Again, this is, I mentioned Farabee, Couturier, JVR line. Um, they are on the top power play unit with, uh, oh, they've got Farabee listed twice. I was like, huh, that's weird. Uh, keep an eye on that top unit. Whoever takes the fifth spot, they've got Farabee on there twice. Obviously, he's not on there twice. But potentially, Konecki could be back, so... Uh, that unit could get even stronger. So keep an eye on that top power play unit. Again, if this game goes, uh, what do you think of like Bavillier? He's still super cheap. Uh, moved back into that top six role. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. For one thing, he's he's too good at at three four. I mean, you remember at the end of last season, he I mean he was he was, oh, he was five, awesome five six k player. Yeah, so, in the bubble, he was borderline unstoppable. Yeah, I'll just say, in the bubble, he was, you know, he was the man. So, um, no, I have no problem with Billier at all. I, I see that Wallstrom is getting a little bit, is popping a little bit. But if I'm gonna, if I'm going down to 29, I'll just go up another five to Billier. Uh, but I mean, Wallstrom's had a couple decent games. I think he's had 
points in like four straight, uh, four maybe even five straight. But yeah, uh, definitely he's 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 too good. He's, he's another one that price just never moves on DK. Yeah, he's been too cheap in all reality for a while now. Um, so certainly, I mean, this again, we got a lot of strong value options on the board. So as always, looking for those top six, top power play, power play two. Um, if you can especially get like a top power play guy for cheap, like we're talking about with Blackwell, that just makes for a super strong value. And I believe uh, Tolvanen is also power play one. Let me, let me confirm that. Tolvanen uh, is, yeah, he's power play one. He's on, yeah, he's on the left side. Yeah, so that's that certainly makes him a pretty strong value as well. Um, lines here on you can you can legitimately play four wings say in DK and pretty much all near value. When you, you want to put you want to put Batherson in there also. There's a lot of value today. There's not one player I'm saying I have to have tonight. No, this is this is kind of a, this is a, an odd slate compared to what we've had lately. So um, let's move on to pay up a D. Yep, let's move on to defense. Um, yeah, I, we've got a lot of big names here. You've got Hedman, Josie, Dougie, uh, Adam Fox has been playing well. Seth Jones has been playing well, but they're all priced way up. With all this value of wing, are we actually looking to pay up a defense for once? I, and I, I think you can pay up a defense and, and all. You're going to play whoever, who pretty much is correlate, whoever your main, I would think your main guys are. Too. I mean, you like, I think Dougie's in a good spot. Joji's in a good spot. I mean, if if, if you ran up, if you ran up, uh, Ford with Tolman, then you use a Josie. If you use, if you ran, I mean, the Carolina guys had to run Dougie Hamilton. But there's no, there's not even a defenseman even tonight. Uh, I like Weber now on that top on that top unit, uh, especially with that implied. But there's, I made a. I, I'm in love. My my newest man crushes down is Christian uh, Dehus for Detroit. I mean, I may end up going well on him. He's selling that power play one at two seven. But I don't think you need that value tonight. So I don't mean this. I said this is more of a probably more of a GPP slate. Saying those combinations. How about Ghost? I mean, Ghost. He's gotten. He's caught last three games. He's got. He's had thirteen shots and three points. So if you're gonna run that JVR. And Couturier run Ghost, uh, or even I mean Provorov, right? J, I mean Bean is cheap. It's to me, I guess you're going to use a defenseman, whoever, whoever you're going to end up, you know, whoever you're going to play as, at center or wing. You use Chris Letang if you if Pittsburgh does play, and you're running Malkin and Gensel. Don't uh don't sleep on Shabbat paired with Drake as well. Yes. He's got double digits in five of six, essentially six of seven. Um, and really, uh, one, two, three, four, five, eight, 21 games. He's double digits in 16 of 21 games this year. So Shabbat's been about as, as consistent and as safe as it gets. So, uh, I just, yeah. I, I kind of got a little crushed on Ottawa this year. I don't know what it is. They, well, they're so continually, do I. they're continually super low Vegas totals, but they just keep scoring. That's, and that's why I like this whole, you can, this whole Batherson, you could even play Brady Kachuk with Batherson because they're both on a power play, one with Shabbat. You can play all three of those guys. 
is looking at you. Kachuk has got the uh, has the highest high danger scoring chances in the league. He, yeah, I mean, they've been. He, he's a banger. They've been awesome. He's gonna shoot. Yeah, he's he's a banger. All right. Um, yeah, Shabbat yeah, may so, end up being probably doing looking at could end up being on the probably on the top demon if you're gonna pay up. Yeah, he's just been been super consistent. I mean, I talk about it all the time. That's just one of the things for me. I'm just always looking for that consistent performance, uh, especially if I'm gonna pay up. You know, we talked in purse we talked behind the sign behind the scenes about Matthew Kachuk yesterday and um he made all the sense in the world yesterday, but then you look and he had only had like three or four double digit games on the season and he just I, I couldn't justify paying that much for him and I'm done um, with Calgary. And a lot of people did and he ended up being super high owned and he didn't do anything. So I mean he was priced at like six seven and he just doesn't score double digits. So it's just something to to keep an eye on when you're looking at these, especially when you're paying up. Take a look at the logs. Make sure like their price is justified. If you, I have the logs right here in front of me, and I just went down the whole list, and it's pretty much Petrie and Petrie is, is starting to drop a little bit too. But the two main players that pretty much have that same double digit log every day is pretty much Adam Fox, Shabot. Shabot probably has the safest four out of anybody. And then that's pretty much it. Uh, Brett Brett Pesci has been playing really well at only forty three hundred for Carolina. Look, his logs are, I mean, he's he's shooting the puck, getting crazy blasts, getting all the per- peripherals. Another one's John Klingberg at fifty one hundred. Klingberg, that's that's pretty cheap too for Klingberg. I don't like, I do not like uh, Dallas at all. But looking at his numbers, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, Sergachev's quietly having a decent year as well. Yeah. He gets um, overshadowed, definitely. There are there are some options. It's just yeah, I, I really like Shabbat. Um, I, yeah, I think Shabbat's the call. I, mean, I got some work to do building today. I'll be honest. This is typically I come into this and I essentially have a cash lineup in mind today. I'm like, oh boy, I do not know where to go with this. I'm kind of stuck waiting on this Pittsburgh game because I'm very high on a lot of pieces from that game. Like I said, I just think Philly one's been as consistent as any line in hockey right now, and and I really like that. The Malkin line, assuming it is what we think it'll be of Malkin, Rust, and, and Gensel, um, I think they're going to lean. <laughs> I think those guys are going to play 20 minutes tonight. So and we won't we won't know that anyway. So what to 6:30 till they do the rush anyway? So um, probably, yeah, probably. Um, but we are seeing that as predicted. I I think that's the logical move here. So um, all right, let's move over to goalie real quick. Um, Drieger got a little unlucky yesterday. He played pretty well. I don't know if you saw the highlights or were watching the game, but the, the two late Carolina goals were just unstoppable hockey. It was tic-tac-toe. Uh, yeah. Drieger didn't have a chance. I mean, it was beautiful hockey. Now, Drieger played better than his than statistics look. So, yeah, so he's, But he still did enough at 7-3, gave us double-digit points, allowed us to load up. It was a good day yesterday. I mean, uh, just unfortunate because he actually played a lot better than the 11.3 showed. Um, so today, uh, with all this value out there with no real centers to pay up for, uh, I, I feel like it's going to be a pay up day for most people. What, what are you thinking? Yeah. And if you're going to pay up, I mean, probably go all the way up to Vaz. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Vaz, man, Vaz has four of his last five or over 20. Uh, I'm using Carey Price. 
No, Carey Price is – no, no, thank you. Not against the Ottawa has been hot. Yeah, so I really like the Voss play. Vass play, he's got six of his last eight have been 20 or more. So he's just – I mean, he, he's obviously the, the best in the business. So that's probably as safe as it gets if you are paying Varl- out. Varlamov's confirmed, so I, I wouldn't mind him against Jersey. $400 discount from Vaz. If you know, if you only had that money, Igor for Igor, the Rangers. Yep, Igor as well against a banged up Buffalo. Um, yeah, and a Buffalo that's not playing well lately. I'm swinging for that one night they're going to explode, and boy, they got terrible offense right now. So um, it, it, it blows my mind how bad that team is. There's yep. entirely too much talent on that team to be that bad. They need to coach needs to go for sure, and uh, they probably need to just consider a straight up cleaning. Clearing of the house, including Eichel, which is crazy to say, but uh, it's I mean, not even working. no. And this whole deal with what's going on with Jeff Skinner. I mean, like when he plays, yeah, he's been so unlucky this year. But I said the other day, he's I mean, he shoots, he shoots a puck. I mean, he get, he's got decent chances, but they just scratch him or sit him. You know I mean, he's a twenty-seven hundred dollar player now, playing twelve minutes when he plays. There's just no rhyme or reason to what they're doing right now. And so it just, I just feel like one of these nights you're going to see one last explosion from Eichel. I like Olafson, but yeah, they're, I'm assuming Eichel's going to be gone anyways. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So a couple GBP goalies, though. Brossois uh, has been sneaky good this year. 2.24 goals against average. It's only four games, but uh, three of the four, he has 19.3 or higher, including a 30 on his log, um, which I guess we, we probably under-talked that game in general, Winnipeg and Vancouver, because that should be two backups in that in Brossois. And um, I'm assuming that uh, Demko started last night, so we should get. Uh, Hope he's Hope, no, Hope, Hope confirmed. Him and Brossois are both confirmed. Yeah, see, Hope he has a 3.51. So Winnipeg's kind of in a little bit of a funk here, but uh, I don't mind going back to the Shifley. If you do want to pay up or if you find yourself in an odd spot, um, and you land on any of these Winnipeg guys, yeah. this is the bounce back spot. Winnipeg, Connor, Ellers, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, like these guys are all viable against pretty bad Holby. Holby's not a very good goalie at this point in his career. No, no, absolutely not. No, he probably shouldn't even be in the league right now. So that's, yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice call. That's a nice call for a sneaky stack, which may come under own. So yeah, definitely. You know, they've been struggling lately, so people are going to probably be a little turned off by them. But, again, if I'm building and I land there, I don't mind the plays at all. This is this is really open to me. It's one of the – I don't – I'm playing Drake. I'm riding the hot streak. Um, and I'm probably pairing him with Shabbat. Other than that, I don't – I'm not really locked on anybody. No, uh, me neither. I may end up do, playing a, a Drake, Brady, Shabbat. Like I said, if Philly goes, my top line is going to be that Philly, JVR, Gutierrez, Farabee. Uh, if Pittsburgh goes, I mean, they, well, obviously both games go uh, like both those line ones. And then my other favorite line is Columbus one with, uh, is it one zero with Lane, Roslovic, and Atkinson? I love that line tonight. I just feel that they're gonna they're gonna crush tonight. They don't crush tonight, then they're not gonna crush. So they're gonna be. And well, yeah, I'm really. Who are we getting? In? Is there anybody confirmed yet? Now I thought I just saw it for Detroit. I'm seeing Bernie. So I'm seeing Bernie unconfirmed now. So that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and I'm really glad they put that top line together of Atkinson, Line, and Roslovich. It was 
was kind of laughable. They broke him up. It, did, it made zero sense. That line was rolling. They broke him up, made zero sense. And finally, they were like, okay, that was stupid and put him back together. So I'm very pleased to see that line's back together. Yeah, get a 3.25 goals a game, Detroit. So, and that penalty kill is like 75% or something like that, or 72%. So, yeah, that's probably Columbus, that Columbus line side by top of the night. Uh, but, I mean, you're getting all three together on the power play as well. So, yeah. And like I said, um, even though Atkinson goes a little bit against what I look for, he, or not Atkinson, I'm sorry, Line A, he, he, to say he's due is an understatement. You hit the post twice his last game alone. Um, I, I certainly don't mind that entire top line, like you said. Uh, last, I think we should probably mention too, Tampa Bay does have an implied total of 3.2. I don't think we've said anything about any of them today. Um, yeah. it's the same, it's a scenario for me. They're a lot like Calgary for me, where if you look, it's a, it's a, well, a little different than Calgary. The issue with Tampa Bay is they're so balanced. They get scoring from all four lines. Really. They've got multiple defenders capable of scoring. So it, it just makes them very hard to predict, especially on the road, because then it really depends on how Dallas decides to defend them. Um, it's it's really hard saying what line's going to get the best matchup here for them. So that's why we haven't really talked into Tampa Bay. Another situation, though, you land on Tampa Bay in cash, you could do a whole hell of a lot worse. Tampa Bay is one of the best teams in the league. So um, yeah, I, I, we haven't been talking about them. I like that Anthony Sorelli 4-3 with Stammer. Um, that's, that's probably my favorite line. Blake Coleman's back down to three. So Palat's, Palat's pretty cheap on, on the first line. With Tyler Johnson, but if anything, I probably would like that mini Sorelli Stamco stack if I was gonna run it. Yeah, I like I like that second line the best, but just wanted to clarify if some of you if you're listening are like, man, they didn't even talk about some of these teams. Well, that that would be why. Um we're always looking for consistent players and um some of these teams, even even some of the better teams in the league aren't necessarily the better DFS teams. That's it. I think that's. I'm pretty well set. Uh, Evgeny Shabetchnikov at only two nine. That just jumped out at me too. He's only played two games, last two games, but he's got two goals and one of six, six shots on goals in those two games. He's not a number two power yeah. play, but the problem is he's on a fourth line. So, I mean, you got to make sure he's playing. But that's kind of a another value just just popped up at me. That is. Um... That is Speck's brother, too. So yep. the talent, yep. the talent is there. Um, they've kind of been waiting on him in Detroit. So, yep, GPP play for sure. I mean, any, anything Detroit um, minus maybe juice as a punt on defense is, is GPP only. But it looks like he's yeah. only playing on a power play pretty much. He's on <laughs> yeah. that fourth line, I guess. No, no pretty minutes. much. It's so, but, hey, I mean, GPP, you, you could do worse at 2,900. Yep, yep. So, all right, well, with all that being said, uh, we'll catch you next time, and good luck. All right, good luck, guys.